Hi, I'm Kathy Rushing, host of the podcast Committed, The Entrepreneur Marriage. If your middle name is Restless and you identify with words like innovator, dreamer, changemaker, creative, independent, or you are married to an entrepreneur, or heaven help you, you're both entrepreneurs, this podcast is for you. The entrepreneurial journey can be a little wild at times, like uncharted territory. Join me as I talk with others who are at various stages of the entrepreneur process. We'll explore the wisdom and insights they have gained while navigating the ups and downs of the entrepreneur journey. You'll discover that there are many couples who have found ways to thrive in both their business and marriage. This episode is a continuation of my interview with Kristen and Danny Adams. In the previous episode, we heard some of their story as they followed what they believed to be God's prompting to leave the security of their Hollywood jobs and move back to Danny's hometown in the Midwest to create family-friendly online content. We pick up in this episode digging into some of the realities of working together in a new business. Listen for the ways they adjusted during the pandemic when their primary source of income disappeared, how they have learned to work together in business, and some key principles that guide them as they pursue this dream and keep the needs of their young family at the forefront. Join me now. I want to welcome back Kristen and Danny. We got so involved last week. I think one of the things about having work that incorporates marriage, you have a lot to say. And so we didn't get some of the other topics. Today, I really want to focus on um, this segment on the component of working together in Mm -hmm. the same business. You know, a lot of couples, uh, some of them, one is an entrepreneur and the other supports with a job or does something entirely different. But it's, I think, always a unique dynamic when it's two people working in the same business. And over the course of these interviews, many of the couples experienced the financial downturn of 2008. Mm -hmm. Like some had either just launched a business or they were at a very critical growth point when 2008 hit. And, you know, if we all had a crystal ball, wouldn't that be wonderful? Right. But there were some very important lessons that they learned through that time. And while I really want these episodes to be evergreen so people could pick it up five years from now and still, you know, gain some valuable information, sure. but we can't ignore what this pandemic has caused um, sure. for individuals and many industries. Your business, as I understand it, is primarily speaking which wasn't happening in 2020. So I'd really love to hear about how your business survived the loss of sounds like your primary income. Yes, it was a really rough year. And I mean, I, if you experienced that and you're listening to this and you're still trying to bounce back, we are right there with you and it has not been easy. 
And it does feel, you know, we left Los Angeles after living there 15 years because we wanted to move somewhere that had a, could give us a little bit more financial freedom where we didn't feel like we were just pushing a ball up a hill and then watching it roll down again, um, which is kind of how we felt a little bit living in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so when we moved to Indiana five years ago, we were starting to finally experience that like, okay, we, we're building our savings up. We're, we're going to get in a position to buy a home and all these things were coming together. It didn't happen overnight. It, it, we, we, we still struggled because we were launching a new business when we moved to Indiana. But after a, you know, a year or two, we were in a much healthier place. And then I felt like, okay, here we go. We're doing 30 events a year. Our online content's going great. We're monetizing things and we've got multiple streams of income, but still the bulk of our livelihood is, is live events and speaking. And so as you mentioned, all of that went away. Everyone was like, we got to postpone. We got it. We, you know, some people were asking for their deposits back. That was just hard because it was like, uh, you know, oh, we've already spent it. <laughs> yeah. oh, right. uh, let me go return my $300 in groceries. I just bought from Costco to feed my children. Um, but um, so it was just hard. And, and, and in marriage, sometimes the, 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 the thing you want to do is turn to your spouse and be like, this is your fault. You know, it's just a, human nature thing to just want to have someone to blame. Mm -hmm. And so it can create a lot of marital strife and, sure. and all those things. Or if you recently made a decision before the pandemic to like invest in something or buy a home mm -hmm. and maybe it was your spouse's idea to do that, then you just start backtracking. Like if we hadn't done this, then we would have this and all these things. And so I think growing beyond that is, is probably the first key. Um, and, and getting through any type of financial strife in a marriage mm -hmm. is going, hey, let's stop pointing the fingers. And, um, you know, no one foresaw a global pandemic. No one really foresaw how bad 2008 was going to be and all those things. And so, um, you know, it is what it is. You got to kind of come to grips with the fact that we're here. And, you know, what can we do? Um, the last, you know, what's not going to help is us fighting. <laughs> you know, us fighting is not going to change the fact that we don't have any live events. And so um, we, we, we tightened up like everybody else I'm sure did. Like what can go immediately? What subscriptions do we have that we don't need? You know, to, to media, to apps, to finding all those little things like you would do when you're paying down like credit card debt or anything. It's yeah. like going through fine tooth combing every single bill and going, what is that? Why do we have that? You know, we still have that subscription <laughs> from, you know, 15 years ago. Right. Um, yeah. And so that was just fun to be like, like we're saving, you know, we're going to keep this mindset after the yeah, pandemic. Like we don't need all these extra things. Um, we buy, you know, organic, you know, things in our household. And so it was hard to try to go, man, how can we tighten up? Cause we value our health. We don't want to, we don't want to cut back on like buying healthy groceries because the number one thing we need to do during a pandemic is stay healthy. And so right. We, we, we had to get an agreement is my point on like what we're cutting out and what we're not cutting out. Um, we went down to one car. Um, so we had, we had two cars and we were like, we're not going anywhere. We weren't, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and so that was huge, you know, and then the ripple effect of making a big decision like that is huge. Your insurance goes down. You stop making trips that you don't really need. Um, all those types of things. So, and then we just stayed in faith. I mean, we were like, you know, we had neighbors. Can I share that? Our, our neighbor that offered to, can I? Sure. I mean, that's vulnerable, but we had, we have a very close block. We all got very tight during mm -hmm. the pandemic and mm -hmm. um, just getting to know each other and like being there for each other and all of that. And one of our neighbors knew what we did for a living. And 
right before Christmas, just reached out and said, we want to pay your mortgage this month and just send us, tell us what it is. We don't want this to be weird, awkward after you see us. You know what I mean? Like you don't ever owe us anything. This is just, we want to pay your mortgage. Yeah. So there were amazing acts of kindness and just Mm -hmm. divine, you know, when God like gives a nudge to someone to do something and they respond and, and, and do it that like brought me to tears. Cause I want to be that yeah. person that pays someone's mortgage. I hated being yeah. on the receiving, the receiving end of it, but we needed it. And um, so anyways, those are just some of the ways that we practically weathered the storm and some awesome ways that God just showed up that we couldn't have anticipated. Um, and we're still trying to be wise, you know, moving forward as things slowly come back on our calendar, um, building, you know, savings back up and, doing all of that. So, yeah. So you didn't, you weren't able to replace income some other way. Not really. I mean, go ahead and we had, yeah, we had the book. Yeah. The book was, was, a was something that kind of came in at the right time. Um, you know, one from a, just a time standpoint, it, you know, we, we had more time to devote to that. And then, and then the financial part of that was a blessing as well. So that we, we were really thankful for that. Uh, it, it didn't meet all the needs, um, but that is, man, you, you hold on to, man, if God will take care of the, you know, the birds of the air, he's going to take care of his kids. And and we had to get creative as, as a lot of people did, you know, in terms of what's going to happen. And then you have the unexpected blessing that comes through, like our neighbor who just mm. said, man, you know, this is just, we want to sow into you guys. And this is, do, do not ask any questions and you don't, you just humbly receive mm. and, uh, and you're, you're just blessed. And so those, those moments of staying in faith and watching God show up uh, at, at, a, at, a, at a time that could have some anxiousness attached to it is, is really is a really cool thing. And I think just being honest with people, you know, because pride kind of makes us not want to admit mm-hmm. if we're struggling and it right. may seem like everyone else is doing good. Mm-hmm. But another unexpected thing that happened during 2020, it was October. I used to work in television as we talked in the first interview and a network that I used to work for was having a reunion and wanted all the old television hosts of that network to come into LA. And um, obviously it was during COVID. It was crazy. Like everyone was like suited up on set. And like, I felt like we were like in the movie <laughs> contagion or something. I'm like, what are we even doing? Um, but, but we all came together cause they were relaunching the network with new hosts. And so it was like the old host ha- handing the mantle off to the new host. And they were like, hey, everyone's donating their time. You know, all the other hosts are coming in and donating their time. So we're not really paying people. And this was during, like we just talked about, I'm like we are six, seven months into the pandemic and our neighbors are paying our mortgage for one month. Wow. And like, I just want, I had to be honest with them and say, man, my heart is to give. I want to give my time. They needed us to be in LA for, you know, three to four days. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's food in LA. Mm-hmm. That's renting a car. That's all these things. And I just had to be honest with them. I said, I don't want to seem lame here, but I can't do this for free. I'm not trying to make a ton of money on this, but I can't lose money, you know, (laughs) coming. And so it worked out, you know, it it worked out, but I just had to swallow my pride and say, look, I know maybe these other hosts are making more money than me right now and can do that, but I can't. Right. This is my situation, my reality. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, that is, that is hard to admit. Um, We had some really low financial times early in our marriage, but um, it never occurred to us to apply apply for unemployment or Mm -hmm. the uh, school lunch program for our kids. You know, I 
some years later, look back and I was like, you know, we qualified for that. But I will say last year, I mean, when your business shuts down, you know, we were able to take advantage of PPP and EIDL loans and that sort of thing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and we kind of wrestled with that because it's like, we have always just found a way we'll get another job. We'll, we'll work or whatever, but, um, yeah, this, yeah. this year was exceptional. Yeah. It was exceptional. And, I, and and it was, again, it was being honest with people. I remember talking to my best friend from college. We were just catching up during the pandemic. She works, she's a financial advisor. And I never really had gone to her for that. You know, I knew she was like a rock star at it, but I just never did. Yeah. And she, when I was telling her that we were struggling, she's like, giving me all these tips. She's like, have you reached out to your to your lender for your for your, for your mortgage? And just, they're giving, you know, extensions, they'll add it onto the back of your loan. Oh my goodness, Kathy. I am so grateful for that advice. Yeah. I, the next day called them and it was the easiest process. They were like, they just asked us a few questions and they said, and I was like, are there any loopholes? Like, is our intro, like, is this going to come back to bite us in any way? And they were like, well, if you have a, whatever you have, if you have a 15 year fixed loan or a 30 year fixed loan, you're going to now have 30 years plus two months. Okay. Or whatever you're asking for, for, Mm -hmm. you know, to be deferred. Mm -hmm. But that was like, we, I don't want to lose our home, you know? Right. Right. And so, and then when we were able, you know, when you're able to start paying it back, you call them and say, we can do this now. And so there were just, and the PPP and all that. And we had to get creative too, because we were with a big bank who they were just, there was hard to get the loan. Yeah. Yeah. So we had the advice. Yeah. Your number. So we had the advice of opening an account with a small local bank here in Indy, Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We reached out, did it, and we got the loan like that through them. So mm. yeah. Yeah. There are some things that I think will uh that that changed during the pandemic that may never go back. I mean, I don't know what it's like in your area, but like all the restaurants here in Colorado, in our area anyway, everybody's uh, some have not reopened because they can't get staff help. yeah staff to help yeah to work and um i don't know maybe some of those smaller restaurants or fast food will i don't know the bigger ones like i yeah. pulled through mcdonald's for a drink the other day and they're paying 15 dollars an hour mm-hmm. plus yeah. like a 2 hour bonus or something yeah. you know, 2 dollars an hour desperate to find the help you have you have unemployment at an all-time high, but you also have more jobs available now than, than we've ever had. So there, that's that's a we've never been in that position. Something's off a little bit there, you know. In our yeah. humble opinion, yeah. I think someone, you know, I think we got involved a little bit, or the government did to uh, yeah. to create, you know, it's that balance. Of it like, is a balance when you need government assistance, get it, <laughs> you right. know. Right, but, but it was a very broad brush. It's it was a very- lot of people that could be working. Are still being paid not to work. That's right. There That's were right. there were far too many loopholes in our opinion of like of, of who was getting what, and it was the same in two thousand eight during the during mm-hmm. all the bailouts. It's like there's always I don't know that there's ever a right a full bulletproof right, right answer, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. you know we are where we are, and and I, I really right. just hope and pray that. But I'm with you. I mean, I think you know with when you see all these big empty buildings, mm-hmm. you know, of, of businesses that had to shut down or people that had tons of space, and now people are working from home. Will yeah. they ever need to go back to that space? People are like, yeah. hey, we, we like this now. Yeah. We like, yeah. you know, we kind of have the, the the ball in our court to yeah. tell corporations what we will and won't do to some degree. And so who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Is your business beginning to come back? Are you getting some speaking engagements? 
Yeah, we are. Thankfully, those ones that we had, you know, like roughly 10 to 15 events that had already paid a deposit um, and are coming back and saying, hey, we want to get this right. back on the books. Yeah. Super right. grateful for that. Um, mm -hmm. Our book uh, is out on July was out on July 20th. So that's a blessing, you know, to have to have that resource. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not only to see it go out and like hopefully impact people, um, but as another, you know, source of revenue for us. Um, and then hopefully in the next, you know, you know, it's like ha building those ways up like that you do have income, whether it's through a social media situation or live events or now we have a resource, all mm -hmm. these things. Hopefully it'll help pad things for, you know, if another downturn comes at some point, but, um, we are getting back out on the, on the live events thing. Um, and people are excited. I, you know, the events yeah. that, that have come back, it, there's, there's definitely a lot of people that are just excited to be together, to see yes. a smile on each other's faces. It's healing, you know, and it, I, there's yeah. so much, there's so much study that backs that we know that isolation is like the worst thing that can happen to a lot of people to most yep. of us, you know, and I think that yeah. coming together and, uh, and and obviously having the opportunity to do events like we do, which is trying to incite laughter and uh, connecting people, it's it's been a blessing. Yeah, we had our um, month of right. May, our month of May was kind of when everything started yeah. coming back. We had a really busy okay. month of May for some reason and like, like five or six different events. Yeah. And, and so we went from like nothing for a year to like, oh my goodness, we have six events in May, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we felt a little like we're kicking some rust off, you know? Yeah. And, but also like Danny said, the first time we went out, the energy was like palpable yes. from the crowds because it was yeah. their first time to be sitting next to yes. people too. And in a, in a crowded place or in, yeah. you know, seeing people without masks on and all these things. And so it was really refreshing. Like yeah. May really rejuvenated us. Um, and then kicking, you know, into the summer, it's been a couple, couple events in June, couple events in July, and it's just slowly getting right. back, back to normal. Yeah. So, oh, so grateful. Yeah. Uh, going back to both of you working in the same business, what what is a high and what is a low that you each mm -hmm. would identify as being in the same business together? Yeah, uh, I when Kristen and I were were both in the entertainment industry in Los Angeles, we lived lives of of uh, divide and conquer. So Kristen had her respected area that she did work in, me and myself. And then you came back to home and like, hey, how was your day? And you're kind of sharing your worlds. And then when you decide, hey, we're going to jump in this together. Um, and, you know, there's there's sort of navigating through how each other works. I mean, your, your personalities or differences that of, of your personality really are on the table just because you're in front of each other more often. Um, Kristen actually was, you know, pretty open uh, several months ago. And she just said, you know, it's difficult for her because she's never been, and you can help yeah. me word this, difficult for her because she's never been reliant on someone else for, for her, like, for success. the success. Like when I was in LA, and I, and I don't want to sound like, look, I know no one that succeeds on their own. I mean, there's always a group of people and a team and someone that referred you, someone that is helping you, you know, get to where you are. But so hear my heart when I say this, that like I was auditioning for roles in LA and it just, I either got the part or I didn't. And then when I would get the job, it was like, just do your job, show up on time, read the teleprompter, be fun to work with. And, you know, I wasn't like it did, Danny's success wasn't, my success wasn't contingent upon Danny's success. It was like, hey, I got a job today. Here's the money that we got from it. Let's pay yes. some bills with it. And then, so then when we start working together, now it's like, 
what I write, we write or fall, we write or die yeah. together. And you wear <laughs> we rise the and fall. Yeah. We rise and fall together. And, and so you wear all the hats too, which then which then exposes your weaknesses. You know, for Kristen being out there in, in Hollywood, she was working in her gifting and slaying it. So it's like, wow, this is this is the, the the perfect job for me. I can go show up on you know the day of everyone sort of doing what they do best. Right. And then and then she's reaping the you know the rewards from that. And so oh, I get a paycheck for doing what I want to do. Then I didn't have to edit it. I didn't have to edit the show no. or figure out the advertising produce dollars the show or produce and- it. I just had to read my lines and leave. Yeah. And so yeah. now that Dana and I are doing this together, it's like wait. We have to write a script. We have to come up with a concept. We have to get all the pre-production stuff. We have to shoot it. And then we need to edit it. Then we need to post it. Then we need to research like social, I mean, algorithms and social yeah, media. And should yeah. we, should we jump on TikTok? Should we not jump? I mean, it's like, you're having all these discussions and I'm like, one, I don't even know if I'm cut out to make these decisions. I'm not, I don't really see myself as like a, I don't like to get in the weeds very much mm-hmm. with things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that was hard to go, who's getting in the weeds here? I don't want to be in the weeds, but there's only two of us. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and the thing that you do best then then shrinks down to that that time, that creative point where we're both creatives, that time is, is cut really limited. short, limited. You know, you have this much time for that and all this other time to do things in- Building a website. Yeah, all the things you know. that aren't in your strength, which brings right. stress and anxiety. And so- it's like how do you position each other best? How do you how do you celebrate the strengths of one another? And how can you work as a team in this area to say, look, you're you're not, you know, this I know, I recognize this isn't your strength. It's not my strength, but together mm-hmm. either we bring mm-hmm. someone else on or collectively, how do we kind of divvy up some things and, and how do we eliminate eliminate stress as, as much as we can? It's not that it's not going to come, but those are those are just the real challenges. Of, of taking on something outside of your wheelhouse. I mean, you, you take on a business yourself and say, look, we're going to, I mean, the blessing is, is that we weren't waiting on Hollywood's call for all of our work. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. and being subject to whatever they, okay, they're paying our bills to, you know what, we want to create our own content. And so the blessing at the end of the day is like, man, we're producing what we want to produce mm-hmm. and developing content mm-hmm. that has a heart behind it. And now you're seeing people respond to it. There's no greater you know, reward, reward as an entrepreneur to yeah. see something that you mm-hmm. birthed in your mind, yeah. you know, yep. go out into the world and someone else enjoy it or be, you know, gain something from mm-hmm. it. But there's sacrifice, yeah. you know, as you know, when you decide you're going to go out on your own and, and, yeah. and do all that. So I think the challenge has been, you know, not blaming each other again. Like when you can't figure something out, like this isn't my gifting. Why isn't it your gifting either? This is horrible. You know, <laughs> you need and, to learn this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and also just creating margin in your life to just be together and not talk about business and not, you know, to value each other as you did before you started this business, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, and kind of take off those, those hats that you wear throughout the day. And, you know, cause I would, I often come in, like I'll get in a, if I'm wearing my producer hat and I just come into Danny's office and I'm like, you know, it's given my notes on a video that he edited or, or whatever. Well, day after day, hearing that is hard for Danny. If I'm not like praising him first and saying the good things about what I see. And I'm just coming in and saying, Hey, can you fix that? Can you do that? Can you do that? And then move that there. And he's just like, Oh my goodness. I just spent five hours editing that. And you just inundated me with negative notes 
and you're, I know you're a producer, but you're also my wife. And, and so even when you're wearing different hats, you kind of, if you're married, you never take off the marriage hat. I mean, you just don't, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's not like I can be like, okay, here's my wedding rings at the top of the day. And <laughs> so everything I say has to hit your ears, you know, as if we're just coworkers, that's yeah. just yeah. not realistic. Yeah. And so I think that was a big challenge for me because I'm very results driven. I work at a different pace on certain things. And so to to come down off of that expectation in areas has been really hard mm. hard for me to, to not project something that I'm frustrated with or the, the pace mm-hmm. at which something is or isn't happening onto Danny as if it's like totally his fault that it's not getting done at, at the way that I think the rate I think it should be. Yeah. Or and just and just settling in the process, right? There's mm-hmm. a process to everything. And you know, and, and there there's a from a spiritual side, there's there's a there's the huge trust factor. Like, okay, if God is calling us to this, He's going to equip us. Right. You know, and even though it may look like this, this is part of the journey, man. Even you know, when the, it's like when the sponge gets squeezed, you pressures know, of life, pressures of life. What's going to come out? And if anything, sometimes taking on you know something like, hey, we're going to dive into business together. It it can expose who we are, right? It exposes our character and, and what we're about. So there's a there's a humbling to that to say, oh man, I need to. I, I was really operating in this area that everything just kind of came easy to me. But the road of a Christian is not easy. And God is saying, "Look, I'm, 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 we're trying to, I'm trying to refine you here, and so these areas are really hopefully exposing and bring a humility to you where you can say, I just need to spend more time with God. I need to, if He's called us, if this is where, where the vision is, I can settle in that, rest in that, and if we're not to be the ones who." you know, cross all the T's and dot all the I's, he's going to send someone who can do that. That's been a huge thing. Like in that season where we didn't have any help and where we, we were, we didn't have the finances to hire someone, you know, you can go to like mastermind groups and it's like, well, hire that out, get a virtual assistant, get a bubble. And I'm like, we don't have any money to do that. You know, when we're in the early years of doing it. And so you really have to figure out like, it's a heart thing, especially if you're, if you're going to say that you're a believer, it's like, you know, God cares more about our heart than he does our, our output, you know, of, of business. It's yeah, like, yeah. okay, it's great that you're doing that, but you didn't really have a, you kind of treated your husband like dirt on the way to get there. <laughs> and, you know, you stepped on a bunch of people just to make that happen. And that's not really what I care about. I care about your heart. And so for us, it's been balancing that, yeah, um, yeah. just the, the, the business side of things and the personal growth along with it, like our that's great that our videos are going viral. That's great that people are coming to our page, but how are we doing? Yeah. As are we healthy? Is our family healthy? Because that's what's going to sustain our business since we're in it together. Yeah, there's a transparency, isn't there? Mm-hmm. That uh, Liz and Ben Bohannon were guests several episodes ago, and uh, they co-founded Seiko Designs, mm-hmm. and they talked about how there's nowhere to hide. You know, if if one of them makes a mistake, you know, if you were working in a different job, your spouse right. might never have to know about that. But when right. you're working together, it suddenly is this, you see mm-hmm. the mistakes, you yes. see the good things. And yeah. so it's, it's, um, it, it I, I think it requires even more work us this podcast yes. um to be mindful of yes. like you said it's it's the marriage first yeah and yeah then the business yeah well think about it's a great uh, point i love yeah. ben and liz by the way i have yeah. such respect for what they've mm-hmm. launched and what they've created and 
you know, it's it that just speaks to me because it's like, yeah, Danny's going to see the worst of me for sure. Like, and like you mentioned, not just yes, in a marriage you do, but when you add the business to it, you're also seeing all the ways that I fail in that arena. You know, not just the dinner that I burnt, not just, you know, that I didn't do this right or that I leave my clothes everywhere or that, you know, whatever that it is that you're seeing from your spouse. It's like, oh man, now, you know, I dropped the ball there too. And it can be very, it's like that, that naked and ashamed feeling of like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm totally exposed here. And, um, but on the flip side that then that how much more grace do you have to have for your spouse Mm -hmm. when you're working together? Like so much. Yes, yeah. that's okay. No, that's so good. And I, I think that there's a, you know, if you're, if you're stepping into purpose with your spouse, especially when it's, when it's kingdom related, when you want whatever you're putting your hands to, to glorify the Lord and the pushback and opposition that the enemy is going to throw at you is, is greater. You're trying to produce something. It's like a Christian who, who holds on to their faith and never shares anything with anyone about their walk as a Christian that's not a threat to to the other team. That's not a threat to the enemy saying, oh, okay, you, you just, you're going to stay silent in your faith. But the minute you say, you know what? No, I'm going to shout this out. And especially as a spouse, whatever we're putting our hands to, whether it's in traditional ministry or not, people are watching people. And there, if there's some power behind that, they're going to know what's your foundation. And for us, we don't hesitate, hesitate, hate to, hesitate to say, excuse me. We actually did hesitate. We did right hesitate there. right there. Thank you. That, that we're, that, no, it's Christ that keeps us together. It's yeah. Christ who, who, you know, we could do nothing without him. People often ask us how we keep the joy alive. How do you laugh together? It's like, man, if it were in our own strength, we would probably, we may not even be together right now. Yeah, it is only Christ. Higher yeah. calling. So the, you know? so the pushback is just going to, is, that and when we learned that that there's a there's there's an adversary there's spiritual pushback it made more sense as opposed to why is it thing why aren't things just working out yeah you get frustrated at each other and what happens is you know you start fighting each other instead of start instead of fighting for each other and like no man we want to push back this opposition so you kind of have that's like Nehemiah I got one hand on the on the tools that's building this thing but I got another hand on this weapon fending off the, the enemy yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's that uh, quote that's like, you know, a house divided cannot stand. And mm-hmm. and it's just, it's so true. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, it's, you're going to have a date, you know, it's normal conflict is fine. Right. Like just, the, but if it's, if it's this long-term thing that you're just really like, you're not dealing with these issues that need to be dealt with, like at some point plates are going to fall. Right. It's going to crumble. Mm-hmm. It's going to be seen, yeah. you know, and you got to deal with it. Um, if you want your business to be sustainable and for sure, if you want your marriage (laughs) to be sustainable. Right. Yeah. What are some tools or principles that help you balance the needs of a young family and the demands of speaking and performing, which involves some travel, I would imagine. Yeah, we definitely had to put like kind of, you know, because Danny, for sure. If he, if he, again, if he was just working on his own, he'd be like, oh, I want to go speak all the time. And it's just load my schedule, pack it in. And, and then, and then it's like reality's like, okay, that sounds great, buddy, but I'm with you. And we have two kids and you know, we homeschool and someone's, you know, all these things. So we had to really go like get in agreement on what we can both handle. Um, that's not going to bring stress and, you know, added anxiety, to the home. And so we would, we were like, okay, if it's two events a month that are away 
on a flight, you know, then we say we're full that month. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, if it's local, something we can drive to, we've had to talk about that. Like how many events are we comfortable with that are just local? You know, some of our events are more involved than others. Like if it's a marriage event, like Danny mentioned, there's often like more opposition just to get there because we're Mm -hmm. actually going to be raw and vulnerable with people and hopefully marriages will be transformed. And so that adds a whole other kind of component. So we have to look at our schedule and go, okay, that's like 10 marriage events back to back. Like can't do that. Like it's not healthy for us. It's not, it's just too much. And so we'll, we'll, we'll layer in like, you know, a charity or a fundraiser or just a fun night. Like just, we're not doing anything heavy at this conference where we're talking about things we're like, so we had to have that discussion, don't you think, about how often we we would do that because we would we wouldn't fill yeah. our schedules with California events or West Coast events, yeah. you know, back to back because that's a lot of travel. For yeah, us. and I think when you're when you're booking that out, you just kind of you say, hey, what's what's doable here, especially with Kristen, mm-hmm. like she mentioned, being a homeschool mom, and and you know how can we not sacrifice you know the the, the kids learning and all the things to to do these events. So it is, it's a balance. It's a talking through. Um, our kids are, we, we try to bring them at, at certain events just because one, oh, that's uh, cool. you know, mm-hmm. they travel well, they've traveled since they were small. So they're, they're a blessing uh, when we can, when we kind of tack on maybe a couple of days to our, our event day to, yeah. to have time with the, with the family. So, and that's the beautiful thing about homeschooling too, is we can. Yes. Flexibility. Yeah, flexibility. flexibility. But it has been, I mean, we will, we have to have the financial discussion too. Like, okay, we're going to eat the cost. Yeah. Not every yeah. event or church or whoever brings us in is going to say, sure, we'll get two extra tickets for your kids or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that a lot of times that just comes out of, we just pay that our, on our own and say, Hey, it's, mm-hmm. it's valuable and it's vital for us to do this in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, or if we are going to go to California because of the travel time that, that gets so eaten up and you're really only there for like four hours for an event. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's, let's try to get smart about this and reach out and book some other things while we're there, bring the kids since we have friends and fam- friends that live there mm-hmm. that can help with that and all that. So it's a constant communication uh, in our ongoing communication. Like, Hey, we had this inquiry come in. How do you feel about this? Like, will this work? Should we ask if they're flexible? Maybe we could do, you know, yeah. March instead of October, let them know it's full. But so it's an ongoing. Yeah. And Kathy, early on when we were promising our digital audience a new video every single week, it got really, really busy. And, and it was, I mean, we were carrying a lot. We were doing a couple of events yeah. a, a month, but also producing, you know, four videos a month. And we would leave an event, go back to the hotel, have to finish up a video. It was it was we we spent you know probably a solid year or more doing that every single week and so not sleeping yeah. very much putting coffee on at 9 p.m. when yeah. the kids would go down and every you night. just it, it wasn't a long term yeah. sustainable plan. No. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Our physical health took a took a hit a little bit and there was a, just yeah. a wake up call to say hey we have to be uh, we have to you know be be open and transparent with our with our audience and just say hey these are things we have to do to guard us and our family and not compare us to other people in the same space where it looks like but they're doing eight videos a month and Mm -hmm. traveling it's like okay who cares what what works for your family and and what's bringing value you know what's not draining your family and still being bringing value to people as opposed Mm -hmm. to yeah Mm -hmm. you're put you're pumping out all this stuff but you're, you're you're falling apart from the inside out you know right right what uh, if I were to ask your kids, run downstairs and let them out of the locked room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I said, what do you, what do your mom and dad do for work? 
<laughs> How would they answer that? Do you know? I think a few years ago, it might have been a funnier answer because yeah. they, you know, they probably would have just said, you know, well, they put on costumes and <laughs> Throw on wigs. They, go in their driveway really and work. Sure. They, but like Danny said, they've come with us to our events. And so they've uh -huh. seen kind of all the different avenues. Like they've seen us do make a video. They'll know, okay, mommy and daddy are making a video. Um, they watch our videos, you know, they, they, they love to still sit there. And, like even the other day, Holt was like, mommy, can I just, can I just sit and watch, watch all of our videos? Can I have some screen time? I just want to watch them. And, um, and he's seen them. How can like, you say no to that? Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so they would probably, they would say make videos first because we, we get the occasional person who stops us and says, Oh, I really enjoy your videos. And so that's something that, you know, that they're they've very, been around yeah, when we've been stopped, aware. you know, yeah. And then and they've been in some of your videos. Oh yeah. 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 So they, and then what, yeah. So I think that they say, they would say we, we make videos and, and, you know, I think though, as they get older, older, they'll appreciate uh, more of what we do because of the time that allows us to have family time. So mm -hmm. we, you know, we do work hard, but man, we have a flexible, somewhat of a flexible schedule to be able to really engage with them on the daily. Mm -hmm. And so, that's a blessing. We, we never take that for granted. You know, I'm able to coach my kids in, in sports. Kristen's obviously been a homeschool mom for a long time. So it's, and we can it's adjust like today. Yeah. We've had a lot of podcast interviews. Um, mm -hmm. And so they're going to stay up later tonight yeah. because we're going to yeah. get, we, we, you know, it's like we're going to have dinner and then we'll probably play some games and like yeah. get, get that time back because I can do that. They can sleep in a little in the morning. Mm -hmm. We can start yeah. things later. So, yeah. We don't, we don't compare like when other kids have like certain bedtimes, I'm like, I know, but we're weird. And um, <laughs> it just works for us. Yeah. And, um, and I do appreciate the flexibility that yeah. we have. It's yeah. a blessing. Yeah. Um, but they would, they would say we make videos and we do events. Do events. Yeah. And, and, and they're going to be, you know, for long, they're going to be being a part of that, those events. I mean, that's just something they're both, they're both super they talented. Love they love to perform. And so they'll be joining us and uh, we'll figure out some uh, family variety show, hopefully. Carry on that that family, yeah, because that's what your family did, right, Danny? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, what would you say to a couple that is just starting out working together? Ooh. What would you share with them? Man, I first and foremost, do you have vision? Has God is this a God birthed idea vision? If it's not, if it's just a a, a wild hair that you got because you're, you know, I don't know. I, I would just say this has to be purpose driven. And, and and guard that purpose, guard that vision, pray together with it, make sure that you're both in agreement. Mm -hmm. um, you know, our, our what agreement's we, key. Agreement's key, because what set us off to even start doing what we're doing is the move to Indiana. When, when you talk about doing it full time, Kristen, even though God showed me initially, the move was to be to Indiana, Kay had to be on board with that. You know, he had to speak to her too. So I, I think, would, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the vision and the agreement. Um, because if, if there's any hesitancy in your, not that there's not maybe some fear or like, oh, we're stepping out, we're really doing this, <laughs> but like, but just like, are you really on board with it? Because it it sounds like we can all uh, jump on board for the shiny, you know, aspects of being an entrepreneur or the the great rewards that could maybe come. But a lot of times, if not all the times, that's way down the road. You know? Right. It's a long <laughs> it's, vision. It's a process. And and the tough times that are going to come, sometimes, I mean, in our case, we can speak to this. The vision is what had us hold on. Because during when, the hard during times. During the hard times. When we're dumping mm -hmm. 
pennies out of our little jug to make, you know, to buy groceries. I mean, that everything in that would say abort, abort this mission. This is too hard. This is not fun. You literally stand on God's word and say, no, this is what he's told us to do. We have to stand there. He's going to take care of us. And, And it finally happened, right? It finally came. But the journey is not overnight for sure. I would say so. Yeah. Vision, get an agreement. Remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You're going to have moments that it just full on stinks. And um, you need to realize that that's not a sign that you should stop. It's probably a sign that you're on to something and you need to you need to push through. Um, and then and then if you're working together, like you mentioned, that's a question, right? People that are working together. It's like mm-hmm. you need to be able to extend so much grace to yourself and to your spouse yeah. because you're going to need it. Yeah. They're going to need it. Like you mentioned with Liz and Ben saying that you, there's nowhere to hide. And so um, mm-hmm. it's not that, that they have more flaws than anyone else you've ever met in your life. It's that right. you're just around to see them. Um, there's more opportunity for you to see them. Yeah. And, um, and you just got to give, keep on the grace. I also love, I was thinking of Shark Tank and I love Mark Cuban always has um, respect for people that, you know, have gone door to door, have gone, like put in those like, old school ways of building their business yeah. that are not glamorous. Like yeah. that, that would give me such anxiety if I had to go door to door to sell anything. Cause that's like, people don't want that, you know? And so you, you, people get irritated when the doorbell rings for the most part. And and yet here you are. Um, that's like flashbacks to my selling Girl Scout cookie days. And I would just be like shaking in my boots, like, <laughs> you know, but now, now you're not like a cute, you know, girl with a uniform on, you're like a grown person trying to sell your idea. Nobody has any, you know, time for that. And so, but, but he's like, man, you, he would always have respect for those people on the show. Cause he's like, I know you're in this. That yeah. shows me that you're not just trying to make a quick buck. Like you really mm-hmm. believe in your idea. Yeah. That's so good. Um, before we wrap up anything else at all that you guys would like to share with listeners from your, your experience. Gosh, there's just so much. I mean, it, we could talk about it all day because we're living it and yeah. we're still navigating it. Yeah. Um, and I will give a shameless plug for our book. You can go to the road mm-hmm. to love, love and laughter.com, the road to love and laughter.com to find out about it. And the subtitle is navigating the twists and turns of life together. And that's really what we're doing. We haven't navigated and figured it all out. We are currently right. navigating. <laughs> and, and, and the only thing that we know is that we're in it to win it. And even though, you know, we, we've had those moments where we're like, Danny said, like, I'm throwing in the towel. This is it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm done with the business. I'm done with this marriage. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And so we've had those moments that we've said mean things to each other, that we've said things we don't mean, that we wanted to leave and abort the mission early. But we at least have come to the point on the road to love and laughter where we're like, man, this is only going to get better if we hold on. That's right. If we yeah. hold on, it's going to get better. Yeah. And I'll piggyback that by saying, I mean, that's that's a that's someone who's kind of been down that road. We started a business together. We're still in that process, but but mentorship is big for us. Mm. You know, not only relationally but also in the business realm. Yeah. Like, do you yeah. have people in your life speaking into your life? Are you ta- are you humble enough to go to someone and say, look, I need advice because they are going to hold up little signs along the way to you to say, you know what? We've been that down that road. Have you checked this? Have you done this? Have you, you know, and it's, you're just kind of submitting that your, you know, your, your hand, your life or your hands to, 
to that mentor. And, you know, hopefully it's a, it's a godly mentor, someone who's on, who's also praying for you. But, but that would be something, you know, when you talk about, um, not really helping people yeah along that process of starting a new business Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. are you getting confirmation for other people you know we had a friend one time who who was on this journey to to start this or want to you know had had this desire to start this adventure and but there wasn't there wasn't fruit along the way there wasn't there wasn't any signs that this should be the direction that they should go it was just a like you said a wild hair a wild hair like man i've always just Mm -hmm. wanted to do this um, but you're kind of like chasing a pipe dream at that point. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, no, God's going to, if there's not any signs along the way that this mm-hmm. is where you should be going, then we might need to pump the brakes here yeah. and, and ask yeah. someone like, Hey, what do you think? I'm, I want to, I want you to be honest with me. Is this something that you think I'm, I'm, I'm cut out for, or if not, what, what is that? And a lot of yeah. people, you know, if you give them that opportunity, they'll say, man, here's your gifting over here. I, I had someone be completely honest with me, you know, one time and, and as, we obviously incite laughter, or at least a tip to with people. And, and uh, he's like, you're funny. He's like, but that's not, but he said, you're, you're a funny guy, but your gifting is people. God's just hmm. using the funny, you know, but it's, it's more about connecting. You're a connector and you're about people's mm-hmm. heart and, and encouraging and bringing life to them. So that's the greater value. So that's the greater value. Was kind of spoken into Danny's yeah. life. So he never really started idolizing the laughter thing. Yes. And, and, and being like, Hey, sometimes I'm going to make people laugh. Sometimes I'm not. not. It's yeah. okay. Like that's just an area that I do have a talent in, but like my yeah. gift is with people. And so yeah. I think you can't go wrong with finding a solid mentor. If you don't have one, like get your, get your, ask around. Mm-hmm. Do you know anyone that blah, 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 blah. And you know, the more you can find someone that really has a heart for you as yes. a person, not just your business yes. too is great. Love you enough right. to check you. Love you enough to yes. say, ah. Let's let's back up a little bit. Rewind. Let's yeah. check. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, I could not agree more. And I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, anyway, you guys have been great. I appreciate so much that you came back for this second interview to kind mm-hmm. of round out all of the information. I wish you all the best in your future, you know, as business comes back. And I hope your book just takes off and does really great. And all of that um, information about where to find the book. Uh, what's the best way for people to find you if they want to book you or whatever? Sure, yeah. Um, if you want to follow us on social, social media, our active platforms are Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And okay. if you just punch in Kristen and Danny, we will okay. pop up. We're verified on, on those. So, And then um, our website, theroadtoloveandlaughter.com and kristinanddanny.net will both lead you to all things. (laughs) Okay, great. All of that will be in the show notes so that people can find it. Thank you guys so much and look forward to more information from you. Thank you, Kathy. You're lovely. Take care. Appreciate it. Thanks, Thanks you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. You bet. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening and coming along on this journey with us. If you enjoyed this episode, I'll bet you know someone else that might also find it helpful. Sharing an episode is super easy. You can also give a rating or leave a useful comment. And all of these things help the show rankings, which then helps others find the show. Thank you in advance for being an action taker. You can find a full transcript at kathyrushing.com. 
And if you have a burning question or a comment you'd like to leave, you can now leave me a voicemail and I'll include it in a future episode. Just click the link in the show notes and voila, your voice will show up in my inbox. You're building a life together. Make it a great one. See you next time.